welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast fate made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and a family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the incomparable Amanda Hoffman. Amanda is the co-founder and CEO of Go to Market, where their mission is to create beautiful and sustainable branded merchandise. She lives in New York City with her husband, her two kids, and their rescue pup. And Go to Market is her third company. And she has said that she is an entrepreneur because she is bossy. She loves running and is aiming for the New York City Marathon later on this year. So thank you so much for joining me, Amanda. I'm happy to be here with you and talk about all these great, great topics. I mean, I we've had a couple chats before and I'm super excited to to dig into today's topic because it's something I very much want to explore with my businesses. And so, so yes, why don't you tell me a little bit more about what you do with go to market and how you help people? Yeah. So we are super passionate about making merch and swag accessible, fun, sustainable, easy, and a way to actually build your business. So, so many businesses, mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, they're wasting time and money ordering swag in bulk and they're ordering the wrong kind of swag and they're te- they're spending too much time and money on it and it's wildly inefficient. So what we do is we focus on two things. The first is really beautiful design. So what we do is we translate a brand's message and values into something that's very clear in their swag and merchandise. So that means that we're not putting your logo on a shirt we're not putting your logo on a tote bag. If you're an author, we're not putting your book title on a notepad. Um, We're thinking much more deeply about the message that goes along with your business and your brand values and translating that into something funny, interesting, inspiring, or beautiful and putting that front and center on your swag. So we want to make stuff that people want to keep in the long run. I talk a lot about how junk swag is a big problem because companies just give away garbage. And when you give somebody a gift of garbage, you're just giving them garbage and that's not really a gift. So we're really passionate about that. And we're also passionate about print on demand. Print on demand means that you don't need to order in bulk anymore. There are no minimums. There's no color change fees. You can have things in lots of different formats, like t-shirts, tank tops, hats, totes, mugs, cell phone cases, laptop cases, sports bras. I mean, I could go on and on and it all prints as you desire it in the quantity, size, shape, and color that you desire it. Um, So businesses who are, you know, for example, I'm in Manhattan, you know, I'm not warehousing in my two bedroom apartment, you know, boxes of go to market t-shirts like that's crazy. So, and I don't think any entrepreneur or, or mompreneur especially should be housing swag in their home office. (laughs) So there's, there's a better way. There's a more efficient way. There's a more sustainable way. And that's, I spend my time talking to business owners about that. That's I love it. This is a very shiny squirrel. I've been wanting to chase for a long time is exploring, adding merch to my companies. And I have to say, I agree with you completely about like the gift of garbage. And I, I just did a big purge in my house and I went through and there were so many pens and how many water bottles did you throw out water bottles, little stress, squishy balls with lots of dog teeth marks in them. And like all sorts of things that 
I just threw away and I felt really bad because like I didn't want to waste it and I, I felt bad. They put their money into it, but it wasn't anything that really meant anything to me. And I almost resented the fact that I had so That's much right. of that stuff. So That's exactly it. You hit the nail on the head when you're giving someone a gift that they haven't chosen and that they don't want, even if it's nice. I hear some people listening saying, oh, but I give nice swag. It's like, yes, it yes. doesn't matter because if you give someone a really nice, fancy, expensive mug that's personalized for your business, and the person doesn't want it for any reason. Like they don't want it because they have a mug that they already use, or they don't want it because they don't like the color or whatever. You've still given them garbage and you've wasted your money. So when you create a print on demand store where there's a mug there, sure, but there's also like a hoodie and like a stuffed animal and like, you know, something for a pet or an option to opt out, I think that's the best gift of all. Yeah, absolutely. So, how would someone like me, you know, solopreneur, well, minus my business partner and one of the businesses, but how would I get started with adding a merchandise line or just a couple of options to my businesses? Yeah. So we are of, I mean, I'll plug our business, but there is a way to do it on your own. So I'll start with us. We are a full service merchandise, you know, company in that you hire us. We do all of your designs. We do all of the setup and we build the store into your site. If you are a designy type person and or a tech type person, you can absolutely do this on your own. We build on sites like Printful and Printify, um, which are the big print on demand platforms. Um, and you can go on there and you can drop any art onto any base. And then you can use plugins like Shopify to connect it to your site and create your own store. If you're not familiar with the sites and familiar with the process, it can be a little intimidating and clunky. Um, and you'll certainly make some mistakes, but it's, I mean, you're in my mind, you either spend time or you spend money. Like you spend time and you figure it out on your own or you spend money, you hire someone like us to do it for you. Um, but it's accessible to all business owners for sure. And I love to tell people if really all you want is like one t-shirt or two t-shirts with your logo on them, go on Printful, drop it in, order it. It's going to cost you like $20 a t-shirt and you'll have something. And I think it's really important to wear your branding. I mean, <clears throat> I'd love to talk about the importance of having branded merchandise, but like if you're showing up in your social media feed and you're wearing someone else's shirt, someone else's message, you're holding someone else's mug, it's a huge missed opportunity. So anytime you compare your face or your team's face with your branding, it's a win. Yeah. So at the lowest level, you can drop your logo onto something and just print it and wear it. <laughs> On the higher level, you can build out one of these stores and use it for gifting, for your team, for, you know, for a, a whole variety of uses. Right, right. And you can't see her right now, but she's, Amanda's definitely wearing her merch right now as she has oh, every right. time I've seen her. So I think it's perfect, <laughs> perfectly positioned. Um, oh, I totally lost my question. Well, so I've explored a lot of the shops, a lot of the companies you've worked with, and I'm absolutely in love with all of the products. I've never heard of any of the companies before, had never, you know, wanted any of their stuff, but then I see their products and I'm like, well, that's awesome. And I want to learn more about them and more about what their mission is. And for me, that's, that's kind of where the magic is right there is helping create something that people actually want 
that they're going to find a lot of value in that maybe they're, it's going to be a treasured shirt or treasured, you know, sports bra or something in their, their lineup. And it's going to help kind of perpetuate that story that that company or that brand is trying to get out there. Is that something that just anyone off the street can start doing? Cause you have quite a way with words. And I think <laughs> you, you have a lot of your own magic that comes into designing all those things. Sure. Well, I would encourage business owners to start by looking at their social media feed, look at your, assuming you have an Instagram feed. If you have ever made a text post, if you've ever boiled down your message to five words, or if you have some favorite quotes, or if you're like a trainer and you're always saying this one thing to your clients or you're a coach and there's, you have like your special phrases that make sense to you. We have this with two different coaches we're working with now. One is always saying shift and pivot. And so we made her a shivit shirt, which <laughs> only makes sense to her followers, but it, it helps them feel closer to her and feel more connected to the brand. Mm-hmm. And another coach, I mean, I can give you tons of examples. There's, there's a lot of opportunity. If you like ask your clients, what are the things I say again and again, any quotes that you pulled out, like that should be the starting point for putting a message onto like a mug, a tote bag, a shirt, a hat. If there's a word that really resonates for your business and you can dress it up in your branding, that's a good place to start. And you can go to our Instagram page is go to market studio and take a look of all at all the stores that we've done, or look at our website, go to market.studio. And you'll see a lot of inspiration there. Yeah, it it really is. It really is amazing and makes me want to go buy everything from all these companies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, it should be noted that when people do buy them, they become brand ambassadors for that brand. So it's kind of like investing in creating an army of people who know, love and support your brand. Yeah, absolutely. So you talked a bit about print on demand versus bulk. What are some of the pros and cons of each one? That's a great question. So bulk printing, as much as I hate on it, has a time and place and and is appropriate in some cases. So like if you're having like a huge festival or something, uh, or like, for example, I run all the merchandise for my kids' public school and we have to do everything in bulk there because we only sell at like these huge events. So like if you're looking for impulse purchases, if you're, if you have like a, like if you're a crafts person and you're at like a, you have like a booth at, at like a Sunday festival or something, like you might want to order in bulk because your profit margin is going to be higher per item. And also you want to get those impulse purchases. I would say that the, the best model is to have a print on demand and bulk hybrid. So like, there's no reason not to have a print on demand store, right? You can invest in the designs, invest in setting up the shop. The shop lives forever, right? So then if you want to order bulk from your own site or using, or using, we like to use a third party, you know, you could take the art that you've developed and the idea and just print that in bulk. But like anytime you can give people choice. So even if you're at an expo and you're like, well, I have to have something to hand out to people or an expo or a trade show. I have to have something to hand out to people. It's like, uh, I mean, yes and no. Like I would give out a gift card that to your own print on demand store. And then if they go and if they buy something, you, you can even have a tablet on hand where they can buy, use it on the spot. 
it's still better than giving someone a piece of junk. Like a pen never builds a relationship. Um, you know, a, a tote bag that's just given away is like not very high value to people. Like it, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. There are lots of opportunities to connect better with people by using swag and merchandise. Yeah, absolutely. And that's funny you mentioned tote bags because yeah, I have a closet full of trade show tote bags. I've been to so many trade shows and I used to feel like I needed to get all of the freebies. And, but now they're like my grocery bags or my junk bags or something. And there's, it's not a very, I don't have a very deep relationship with any of the companies behind the Of course not. Expos and trade shows, I think about a lot because attendees come away and they have like a bag full of giveaways. They have keychains and stress balls and light up pens and all of this stuff. And it's like, what's actually creating a relationship? Like if you give someone a gift card and they go to your store and they order something and they receive it a week or two weeks later, you've extended your relationship with them so far beyond the 30 seconds that they were at your booth. It's more expensive per person and you're hitting fewer people. But I really believe that those people who follow through are better leads. Like those are the people you want to end up talking to. And I realize now I didn't fully answer your question about bulk versus print on demand. One of the biggest differences is that your the cost per item for bulk is much lower than for print on demand. So you're you will spend more per item for print on demand. However, you're not investing in inventory that you will likely need to throw away at some point. So like you're going to make some guesses on sizes and styles and inevitably you're buying some things that you don't need and those things get thrown out or and you end up not having things that you would have wanted to have, like you're missing some sizes and you have too much of other sizes. So there are people who would have wanted to have your swag who can't have it. The whole process is really inefficient. So for me, that's like an op that it's a no brainer that it makes more sense to go print on demand. But if you are looking to become a retail business and like make tons of money, you know, maybe you want to go bulk, but the price of the items is, is a big difference between the two. Yeah. So talking about, you know, sourcing the materials and, and everything that the products, there seemed to me just, I've just barely dipped my toe in the water looking at all the options. And there seemed to be a lot of options enough that it made me stop looking and be like, I don't even know where to start with this. And I backed out very quickly. How do you go about choosing like the right, like if you're making a shirt, for instance, how do you yeah, go about choosing? like hundred right? t-shirts. Yeah. How do you do that? So the way I do it is that I order samples every week and I touch everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I try it on and I feel it and I'm like, I like this. I don't like that. And I keep like extensive spreadsheets about everything. So we are well-researched on Printful and Printify. Again, it's time versus money, right? So like you can go on these sites and there's reviews of everything. Generally, the Bella Canvas brand and Next Level are great companies to start with. You know, they mark which ones are bestsellers. Like you're not going to go wrong ordering that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can just like order a variety of stuff. You can also like, I would encourage people to look in your t-shirt drawer And just start taking things out and you'll start to notice the brands of these t-shirts. It's like lots of companies are printing on the exact same shirts. Like I guarantee you that you have a Bella Canvas shirt in your drawer right now. 
So like, go look for it. See if you can find the style. If you like it, find the style number. I bet you can find it online and then print on that if that's what you want. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. Little hack. Little hack. I like it. And then how does someone go about choosing pricing for what they're doing? Do you have a, a model or a framework to how do you, how do you price something? So I, again, spend a lot of time researching the industry, right? So like I follow big swag, like, you know, the swag sites for certain podcasts that I know are huge and like media companies that I know are huge. And like the pricing is fairly consistent across them. And I recommend to my clients that they match that pricing. So you can look at, look at your favorite podcast if it, well, not yet for yours, like your favorite, like big name podcast, like look at Brene Brown, look at Tim Ferriss, look at like the big guys. I'm sure that they have a merchandise shop and check out their pricing. That's going to be like standard industry pricing. Yeah. You just got me thinking there's a whole ton of marketing, like a mother swag we can do. I'm oh my God. I mean, I've been thinking about it from the moment we started talking the, the yes. second you're ready. I have a, a list of ideas like, yeah. Okay. Um, so speaking of, you know, shiny ideas and everything, I start thinking about merchandise I want to put together and I have so many things that I want to put in a shop. Is there a shop size that maybe is too big? Like, is there an ideal oh, number of sure. products to have in, in a shop? Yes. So I hate sites like Teespring and Redbubble for, I mean, I shouldn't say that they have a purpose for certain people at certain times. So basically people can just upload any design there and then you can order it on literally anything. You can order it on anything you can think of in any color that you want. And there have been certain people I've wanted to buy from that have sites on there and like the choices I've actually exited without buying it many times. I'm like, I want to support the, this person and buy their merch, but like I can't decide from exactly what you were saying when you were like, I can't choose from all these t-shirts. So of course there's a happy balance between you don't want to offer one thing. You want to give people enough choice, but not so much choice that they're overwhelmed. So I like to say anywhere between, you know, six and 18 products is usually right. You don't want, if you're just starting, I would start with six, maybe nine. You don't want to overwhelm people. Yeah with options. So like if you're scrolling and scrolling, like if you're beyond page two, that's too much. That that's a good, that's a good metric. Once right you're successful and then you're adding more stuff to it, that's a different story. But when you're launching, I would say one page for sure. Don't get to the second page. If you need to get to the second page, I'd pare something down unless you have like a very established audience and you know what they want. Yeah. No, that that's, that's good advice because I definitely am like, yeah, there's so it's many different tempting. things you could do. It's it. tempting it's to just add everything. I mean, you can make custom sneakers. You can just go down such a rabbit hole. You can make coasters. You can make AirPod covers. And it's like, you can very easily lose sight of why you're doing it and what your brand is about and just get excited about all the different things that you can order. And I would encourage people to take a step back, think again about what what's your goal, what's your brand about, right? And so you don't need to print on everything in order to be successful. That's, I love that bringing it back to what is the purpose of things? What is that message, that mission that you're trying to get out there and trying to spread? It's perfect. Well, can we talk a little bit? Do you mind if we talk a bit about your own journey into this business sure. and how you got started and what that looked like? 
Yeah. So my first company was, I ran an events group for women in New York city and I sold that business just before my second child was born. Then I was home with my kids for a while and I was looking for another business to start. I had like the antsy feeling, you know, my son was in kindergarten. And so, you know, I had time to myself again. I could, I felt like I had regained my brain (laughs) again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was looking for creative outlets and I knew I didn't want to go back to like a job job. And I, but my last business was events and that was like really not kid friendly, And I still wanted to be able to show up at, you know, kids school events and not be distracted all the time and, you know, really be in charge of my schedule. So I was looking at retail. I was thinking about a lot of different things. And then when I learned about print on demand, that was when the light bulb went off over my head because I remembered being an entrepreneur, wanting to buy merchandise and being in the exact boat that you were in where I was like, well, but how do I do it? And there are too many t-shirts and these minimums are really annoying. And I've lived in Manhattan this whole time. And where am I going to put it? And how do I distribute it? And it just becomes so overwhelming that most people just shut it down or they spend a lot of money on things that they shouldn't. So I was like, I love talking to entrepreneurs. I love connecting with other business owners and like learning about their story and trying to think through their business problems. I'm really excited about merchandise always have been, have never left a gift shop that I haven't bought something from. So this sort of pulled everything together in this magical way. And I approached my business partner, Jesse, who was my designer on my first business, if she wanted to do this with me. And she said, yes, which was a very amazing day. And it's been going ever since we started in November, 2019. I love it. I love it. And how, how have you been able to balance everything with everything else in your life, you know, being a mom and and everything else you're tackling? Well, because this was my second company, I went into this business with a lot more intention. So I intentionally Mm -hmm. picked a business that is not often on fire, right? Like events are always on fire. There's always an emergency with an event coming up. There's a lot of frenzy leading up to the event. The actual event itself is frenzied. It's very like time-based. Merchandise is, it's joyful. It's fun. It's silly. It's inspiring. It's like, I get off of calls with people, like the brains are for the first call that we do to start a new client. And People say like, it's their most fun call that they've had of the week because they're thinking about all the fun parts of their business. And I'm like, I I intentionally picked something that would be sort of lighthearted and not life or death, right? So like, it's easier to put it down when my kids need me, or if I need to like be at a school performance for the day, like merchandise can wait. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I've never had a client like screaming on the phone being like, it's urgent. I need it right now. You know? (laughs) So it was very much about like the industry that I chose. My business partner and I are like super aligned in values and her kids are the same age as mine. And so we support each other. Like when it's school break, it's school break. Like we're just not working then. And obviously it's not perfect, but you know, my kids are older now they're nine and 11. So it's not like you know, when they're doing their homework, I can sit down and get more work done. When they're at play dates, I can sit down and get work done. So it's not, it's not as intense as when kids are like babies, but I, I'm very, one of my favorite parts of this business is that it is the work-life balance. 
that I've been able to create from it. I mean, I I think that's a a huge point that often gets, gets skipped over when people are looking to build a business or even grow an existing business is taking your circumstances into consideration, you know, your strengths, your, your challenges, your schedules, all of that. And that it's okay to build a business that is based off of that stuff instead of what you think the market says you should do or what a coach or guru or someone says you should do. So a hundred percent all all the, and I will say there's no way I would have been able to do that if I didn't have a company before. Right. Because I knew what it looked like the other way with my other business. I was working around the clock. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and take notes. I'd wake up in the morning, review my notes, add to them. Like, you know, I'd be nursing and like, you know, on my phone, just trying to like frantically type out some emails. Like it was, it was too much. And I just felt really stretched thin and too divided. And this business, it's just, if it was going to be like that, I didn't want to do it at all. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. It does get to that point where it's, you start a business to find your freedom and then you end up losing every ounce of freedom in the, in the mix. And that's Well, also when I started my first business, the events company, that's actually what I was looking for. I wanted to work around the clock. I was excited to work around the clock. I was, I was not unhappy doing that. It was just when I had my first child, my priority shifted dramatically, of course. And I was trying to work as hard as I was working before while also being with my daughter, basically full time. Yeah. Just like working during naps. And that as I'm sure a lot of people who are listening here is massively crazy making. So, uh, you know, I did that until I was 38 weeks pregnant with my son and managed to sell the business, which was like incredible luck. I mean, I I worked hard and it was also incredibly lucky. And then I, I was home. I needed to like detox from that for a while and then start over in a way that made sense. And in my bio, I say that I had three companies. The one I'm not talking about is one that I started and completely quit somewhere in the middle <laughs> when my kids were young. It was like a, a kid's toy that I was working on developing and I was looking into it and I worked on the designs and I was really passionate about it. And then I realized that the work-life balance was not going to be there. I was going to have to fly all over to trade shows and invest and and like maybe go to China and see some of the factories and, you know, be overseas and sink a lot of money into it. And I was like, that's just not the lifestyle that I want. You know, my passion project is my kids. It's not my business. I mean, my business is also a passion project, but like, it's not the only. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I I love what you brought up of like how, how your priorities can shift and change over time. You know, it's not like, and they'll shift again when my kids are in high school Yeah. And again, when they're in college, maybe when they're in college, I'm going to want to go back to the crazy all around the clock. Who knows? Yeah. That's why it's so important to kind of keep touching base and reviewing your goals and not being so scared to pivot. If, if something isn't hitting the way it's supposed to anymore, if it doesn't feel good. So, yeah, I love that. And I love not listening. You know, there's always this pressure, I think, put on business owners to grow, 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 be more, more, more and scale. And it's like, if you're, and I I love talking about this, like if you're happy with your work-life schedule and you're making less money because you're working fewer hours, but in the out, but like you can show up for your family the way you want to be showing up, like that's success. Your business doesn't need to be bigger always. 
or yeah. it doesn't be bigger right now. Right. Yeah. It's based off of your vision for success. Right. Not anybody else's. So, all right. Any last minute hard hitting bits of advice you can share for anyone kind of looking to get started? Sure. I mean, I would, I love talking about merchandise. I love talking to business owners. So if anyone is curious, they can reach out to me on Instagram, go to market studio or on LinkedIn, you know, either through the company page or through my personal page, which is just Amanda Hoffman one F. And I, I, I love doing that. So don't hesitate to reach out. Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you so much for the conversation today, Amanda. I've really appreciated it. And definitely be continuing, keep an eye out listeners for some like a mother merch and it's, it's coming, it's coming. Amazing. So, all right. And thank you all so much for joining us this week on marketing, like a mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we'd really appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. And we will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses until then take care.